Hey guys, welcome to Thrive Bites, the official podcast of Dr. Colin Zhu, aka The Chef Doc. On every episode, I talk with health and wellness experts from all over the world, such as doctors, chefs, dietitians, coaches, and many more. And I sit down with them and have casual conversations about plant-based lifestyle, how to elevate our emotional resilience, and what it really means to thrive. And I bring all of this to you. So let's get to this week's episode. Okay, guys. Well, welcome to another episode of Thrive Bites. Thanks for listening in and welcome to another episode. I have awesome, awesome guests for you today. Um, her name is Kathy Hanlon and, you know, I am so, so excited for her to be on the show. Say hi to everyone, Kathy. Hi, everyone. Thanks, Colin. I'm so excited to be on the show today and I'm super excited that you put these out to the world because it's so needed. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm super stoked um, for you to be on. I can't wait for you to share your story. So, for those of you guys who don't know, Kathy is a life success strategist and coach, um, and she's actually had a 30 year corporate career, and she's worked all you know all over and devoted her gifts to developing winning cultures and high performing teams with individuals who strive to reach their full potential and. Uh, She's been, she's served a lot of executive roles, VP uh, roles, and now, you know, she just dedicates um, herself to just pure coaching. And she's coached, she pretty much coaches over 2,000 sessions per year in assisting people to living their best life. And um, so basically the first question I want to start off with is tell the audience um, a little bit about your story and uh, what drove you to this point in your life that has helped you thrive? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm tired just listening to you already. (laughs) (laughs) Actually. um, Yeah, there's so much. Um, I'll start just like real brief, Um, you know, growing up as I was one of six kids and we were all born within seven years. So my mom had her hands full and um, we grew up in a pretty affluent neighborhood, actually. But, you know, we were one one income family. And so, you know, growing up like that, I, I just always felt like, oh, like I wasn't enough. You know, we didn't have enough money. We, we didn't have the right stuff. You know, all the things that kids grow up with like that. And, you know, through that, I felt really different. I didn't know how to deal with it. And um, I was also the middle child. I probably should throw that in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You know, so I remember one time, this one really stands out for me looking back at the time it didn't, but, you know, my mom would always tell me, like, if I didn't get a good grade, she'd be like, you have a good head on your shoulders. And for me, I always took that as a negative, like as criticism. Mm. But now, now when I look back, I'm like, oh my gosh, actually, that's what drove me. That's what drove me to become an achiever. And it pushed me. And, you know, ultimately, I got multiple college degrees all paid for on my own. I did it, you know, me, myself. Mm-hmm. I, you know, had the corporate career that you just talked about, you know, starting, you know, while I was still in college and then working my way up to the C level and really um, to the point where I was, you know, running the executive team for about the last five years. And I always enjoyed just achieving and being challenged and, really helping other people. That was the common thread. I really loved working with other people and helping them and helping them find, you know, what was great about them. And, um, gosh, when I was about 30, 
early thirties, I went mm-hmm. to my first self-development um, event and it was like this really big, you know, 11 day event in Hawaii. And, um, you know, toward the end, I remember walking back to my room one morning after yoga and all of a sudden I had this feeling like I literally had never felt before, at least I couldn't remember. And I was feeling so good. And I thought to myself, what is that? And it was like, oh my gosh, I think I feel joy. I felt joy for the first time. Like mm-hmm. I really fully accepted myself and um, just, just was like kind of blown away in the moment. But I thought to myself on that walk back to my room, I thought, wow, what would my life have been like if I'd known all this when I was younger? Mm. So, you know, fast forward through all the school and education, going through all the struggles, you know, as a kid growing up and achieving, doing all the traditional achieving things. And I just always had that seed planted in my, in my heart and my soul that, you know, I'm here to help kids and help other people to find this, find this self-love and find, you know, this place in them that they can accept themselves and really thrive. And, um, so, you know, through my leadership in those corporate roles, I discovered how much I really loved helping people, um, just be the best that they could and find what was, you know, amazing about them and and live Mm -hmm. that life. So a lot of coaching there. And when I left, I decided, you know, I really want to do that full time. So I started coaching and helping, you know, lots of different kinds of people. And it's really fun and really exciting to do that. And then my daughter and I also started um, a company that we called Empowered Minds. Mm-hmm. And we created um, a, a like guided activity journal for kids so that they can start. So going back to that event that, you know, brought me to like the light mm-hmm. so that they can start to like on their own through this, you know, prompts, mm-hmm. just discover what is great about them and, and start to own it. So they don't have to wait till they're 30, 40, 50, 60 years old. Yeah, until sure. They, start to figure out life right yeah so that's a that's a great point and uh, i love the fact that you know you and your daughter are uh kind of included in this and you know when you have other family members together it um it just shows not only how the strong the bond is between each other but it also conveys that to other people so they could actually rekindle certain relationships or reinforce certain relationships to do better, you know, to do good. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's very inspiring. Um, I also wanted to comment on the point that, um, you know, when you said that, you know, you know, you wish you could have, you know, done this earlier and stuff. And, and, uh, I think, you know, life happens in a certain way where, you know, when you have to walk through, and journey through certain obstacles and challenges, um, you know, you're not going to be able to have those realizations or those revelations and, you know, to be able to do better, you know, if you didn't have those challenges or those um, ups and downs, you know? Totally agree. I think everything, you know, I have that belief, everything happens for a reason and it always works out. You know, I I remember reading something um, that a, a child with cancer actually wrote this phrase and I remember just adopting it for myself, but like, you know, everything's going to be okay in the end. Mm -hmm, And if it's mm -hmm. not okay, it's not the end. (laughs) Mm. And, um, you know, for me, I, that stuck with me and I'm like, you know, every single challenge, every single obstacle, no matter how big or how small, it's all building our muscles and our strength and our resilience. And to me, that's what's so important in helping these kids today, because the environment that these kids are having to grow up in versus what I grew up in, it's like so, Mm -hmm. different and so much more challenging. And 
I want to help them build that resilience and know who they are and know that they can stand strong in that and not have to worry about, you know, anything that comes at them. It doesn't matter if it's bullying or, you mm. know, being unsafe or whatever. It's like that they can stand in their truth and their authentic self and own it and love it, love it for yeah. who they are. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think that's a great message, especially for uh, this upcoming younger generations that we're going to have. Um, so going off of that, um, I would love to talk to you about like challenges, you know, is there one or two challenges or life events that you can pick out from your own personal experience that you have faced, um, and how you have faced and then, you know, kind of talk to us about, you know, how that has contributed and influenced, um, how you coach, uh, today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually, you know, obviously there's a lot and I think that the one or two that I'll share today have to do with, you know, me being a mother and my mm -hmm. kids. And, you know, that's really an important part of my life today. And um, so the first one is the daughter that I do this work with. She, when she was born, she wasn't expected to live. And, mm. you know, she had multiple heart defects and they just kind of said, yeah, it's not, you know, it's not going to be good here. And so we, you know, we had faith and we pushed through and we just kept doing everything we could. And, you know, in, in my own mind, I felt different than what they were telling me. I always just felt like, no, we're going to do everything we can. We're going to push through. I, I almost felt like I had to consistently breathe life back into her. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we went through a lot of challenges with that, a lot of surgeries, um, a lot of times where they told us, you know, you have a really sick kid. It's not looking good. I mean, one time she even, you know, they, they did lose her on the table once and they brought her back. And, um, mm. you know, through all of that, it's funny because one of the things I tell my coaching clients on one of our first calls is one of the things I learned from that is that I'm stronger than I thought I was. And I already thought I was a very strong person. And for me, that allows me to hold space for all of my clients now and say, there's always another level for us. And it, there's, we're never done, right? We can always keep going. We can get stronger in whatever area we're focused on. So I love that. And I love now that I get to work with my daughter. And again, that we're bringing it back to kids mm -hmm. because she grew up with all that. And to me, watching her push through it was like the inspiration. And she almost mm -hmm. gave me the energy to be there for her and, mm -hmm. and inspire her. So to me, that all circles back around into how do you help people, um, you know, as a coach, because everybody's got challenges, everybody's got a story and, sure. you know, just helping them to believe in what, what's possible and that they are strong and that they can make it happen and that they have everything they already need within them. Mm -hmm. Those are like really strong things. And, um, you know, I'll use a second one, another situation, um, just what, about a year and a half ago right after the, the, um, Marjorie, is it Marjorie Stoneham, um, school shootings down in Florida. Mm -hmm. it, it was not, not even one week later, I got the phone call. I was doing, I was doing a coaching call that morning and a couple people had texted me and I'm thinking, what's going on? You know? Mm -hmm. And as soon as I hung up that, I got a message that there was a shooter at my son's school. Mm. And I was just like, wow, you know, you never think it can happen. Yeah. You never think it can happen to you. And so for me, again, it was an opportunity for me to use everything I know and everything I've learned over the years to manage my own emotions so that yes. I could go and be strong yes. for, you know, 
my son and my nephews that I actually went and picked up, you know, hours and hours later. But the whole time you're wondering, like, what's going on in there? And, you know, what are they dealing with? And, oh, my gosh, these kids, you know, we're talking sixth, seventh, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth graders. You know, these mm-hmm. are little kids in my mind. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. what what are they growing up with? And the great thing was me having the skill sets that I have today to deal with this. It was I could quickly sort through all that. I had my human feelings and then I could sort through and go, okay, what meaning am I going to give this? How am I going to approach it so I can best support them? And, you know, obviously we, we are all blessed and lucky that yeah. we're, we're here now. But those two are like really challenging times in my life because as a mom, you're kind of a, you know, mama bear. Sometimes you want, of your, course, cubs, of course. You want your cubs to be fine. You want everything to be fine. And some of us, you know, just are more um, wired toward that anyway, like really wanting to help other people and wanting everything to be fine. And sometimes we have to realize that it's not going to match what we think should be happening, right? Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. didn't think that that should be happening. I'm sure no parent does. Yeah. And yet you still have to step in and go, okay, I'm going to draw on everything within me, my strength, my faith, and and I'm going to stand strong and be there for the people that need me right now. Mm-hmm. And um, so that all, I, I think that starts to answer your question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, um, thank you for sharing that. And, um, and it's beautiful what you said, because, you know, you've, for, you know, for the longest time, you've recognized, you know, uh, resilience, you've recognized, you know, that, um, you know, from a humble point of view, that there's always more to learn. And mm-hmm. I think one of the things in terms of education is, um, you know, especially for younger generations now, um, is these emotional tools, you know, yes. this emotional framework and infrastructure to be able to um, stand solid and to come from a place where, you know, if a wave, you know, I always love the analogy of ocean waves to, um, to analogous to life's challenges, you know, there's always mm-hmm. going to be small waves and big waves and you know, you're going to be surfing on them. It just depends on how well you surf, right? So not all of us, um, you know, like you said, um, or alluded to, has grown up or born with or taught these tools. And as Mm -hmm. a coach, you know, a part of your job is essentially kind of not only teaching these tools, but reinforcing them as well. And then when you go through these personal challenges, it reminds you that, you know, you are, not not just you know human but also a person also you know this role to someone else and right. so it 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 just uh, it comes full circle you know and i love the fact that you know we all need each other we all need you know each other to for support and also for guidance and in you know going back to your mother daughter um you know uh, a relationship on how she teaches you and how she mm, yeah. inspires you as well so i think that's beautiful Hey guys, we're going to be taking a short break, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Thrive Bites. Let's get back to the interview. Uh, My next question is, is that, you know, in, you know, when you're coaching uh, right now, um, I'm very curious on you know, what are, what are, what do you think most people are missing? What are the common uh, themes that, you know, that you hear um, or common obstacles 
limitations that most most of your clients face in general and how do you how do you you know in a snapshot you know uh, kind of get them start to get them out of that sort of speak mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what that's so powerful and it really goes to everything that we've been talking about you mentioned it just a few minutes ago but how much you know our mindset impacts everything you know that's one of the things that I really like to dig into I really like to share whether I'm doing a group speaking or one-to-one coaching it doesn't matter it's to cover that because so many people are living in suffering because they have self-doubt they have a lot of limiting beliefs about what's possible for them. They, you know, they have rules that they put in place for themselves, or maybe they just adopted from, you know, growing up and they don't even know that the rule exists. Sometimes it's a lot of hidden things that we had that we're carrying around inside us and we don't even realize what it is. You know, mm-hmm. um, I might have a rule about how something should be and it's making me super unhappy but if I would just examine that rule and change it, because I have the power to change it, right? And I think that's the other really big thing. It's doubt, it's limiting beliefs, and then it's not realizing that the power is within us. We look outside so much in today's society for, mm. for acceptance, for how we should behave, you know, we, we are constantly giving our power away. Mm. We're, we're telling ourselves stories that don't empower us. We're believing things that don't empower us. We're, we're giving the power outside of ourselves instead of coming back in and realizing the truth is we have the power within us. It's always been there. And we just need to notice sometimes and take back that power. So the way, you know, the way that I do that with clients, it's like, well, you know me, I, I, I take this really, really serious, but at the same time, I love to have fun. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> so, so for me, you know, it, we'll get talking and, you know, depending on the client, like sometimes I can just go right, you know, between the eyes with them because they can handle it and they get it and they love it and we laugh, mm-hmm. you know, but I can just call it right like it is and they'll start laughing like, oh my God, you're so right. <laughs> Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, other ones, like sometimes, you know, it's just a matter of exploring and asking questions and, and thinking about possibilities and saying, well, why not try this on? You know, it's like you go in the mall, you go try on new shirts until you find one you really like that fits really well. And then you keep that one. Well, try mm-hmm. on some different ways of being, of, of showing up to your life and see which one feels right for you and which one gets you what you want. How do you want to feel about that? Not how are you feeling right now? Because most of the time, the how you're feeling right now is kind of a crappy state, right? Right, right. Um, so it's like, well, what do you want to feel instead? Okay, so, you know, why? what's getting in your way? And then we explore that. What's getting in your way? And, and really great clients are the ones who are willing to explore that and not just stop it. Well, I don't know. You know, the I don't know, I think, is the biggest roadblock for people is when they just go yeah. there like cognitively I don't know what's well, like well do you want to know because if you want to know we might just want to go and, and explore it a little bit deeper and think well what else you know what could it be um you know until we discover it's like well what's stopping me really and I do this with my coach too <laughs> mm-hmm. what's stopping me really is me it's what I'm mm-hmm. thinking or believing so a lot of times it's helping people with that mindset and just strengthening it. You know, we're talking Mm -hmm. about building resilience and building strength. So, you know, what do you need right now more than anything? Well, I need courage so I can go take that step. I can go and present to that executive team when really I know inside I'm still 
scared to do it. But if mm-hmm. I have courage, I'll step up and do it anyway. And then that mm-hmm. builds reference points for me to be willing to go do it again and do it again and do it again. And once I do it over and over and over, I start to get pretty good at it. And mm-hmm. then I can tell myself like, oh, I'm a good presenter, right? But until you take the action, we can think about it all day long between our two ears, mm-hmm. but that's not really helping us. Some people get very, very, very cognitive and they think, 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 but you got to actually take some action too. Yeah. And one of the themes I've noticed a lot lately that has really been working well is what I call just like taking these micro actions. So small actions that just consistently over time keep leading you toward what you want, because often we think that that step is too big of a leap for us. So it's like, well, okay, you know, we don't need to jump all the way to the end. What would be just the next thing you could do? And then after that, what's the next thing after that? And before we know it, we're at the end of that road, Mm -hmm. you know, and ready to turn again. But, you know, if people aren't willing to take those little steps and it's, you know, they're, pre- they're really easy. They really are. So mm-hmm. take those little steps and keep building the confidence, building, you know, that, that belief in yourself and wiping out like one of my favorite things to do with clients. I'm sorry, I'm shifting gears a little but <laughs> okay. um, You know, one of my favorite things to do with clients is discover the limiting belief. And then mm-hmm. we have fun, lots of really, really, really fun ways that we can just blow those up. And then we, you know, we stop and say, okay, what's the truth? What's real here? And people know, people always know the answer. They know what the truth is. They know what's real. It's just sometimes we're looking outside again. I'm looking to my parent or I'm looking to my teacher or I'm looking to my boss to tell me what it should be like, which Mm -hmm. is complete bullshit, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. I do. I do have my own little coaching bullshit flag that I will throw out. <laughs> you know, I'll throw it's it like I'm catching you on this. It's exactly. like flag, 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 yeah, flag. <laughs> exactly. I love doing that too. First of all, it interrupts what they're thinking. But second, it's like it's true. You know, right. there's this is complete BS. Let's just not even talk about this. Let's get to the what's really true. And when they do, then they can own that. They can accept it. And that builds their self-esteem, you know, esteem, their self-love, their self-acceptance. And then the resilience that we need, you know, and we were, we're talking about kids in the beginning and now we can talk about adults, but we all need resilience because we're going to go up against things because that's what makes us grow. And when we grow, that's when we're alive, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what we really all want. We want to be alive and live life fully and thrive. And, you know, so we just need to start being willing to explore and then take those little actions. No, I think that's beautiful. I mean, there's so many points to that. Um, you know, the first point I would say is, uh, you know, the self-limiting beliefs and didn't think, um, you know, it is possible. I mean, a, how I relate to that is whenever I have patients that come and see me, um, you know, you have the group that doesn't really want to change anything about their lifestyle or how they've been living and they just want a quick fix, you know, yeah. and no matter how hard you try to say that, oh, you know, this is backed by, you know, science and research and, you know, all this other stuff, they would rather take, you know, the easy road, which quite honestly, is not really easy because you end up with the quick fix with even more complications, you know, down the road and, and, you know, changing your own lifestyle or the way you've been living. um, It is harder, so to speak, but for long term, it's, it's worth it. You know, yeah. and it goes back to, you know, d- it goes back to the self-limiting beliefs and 
picking out where is the root of all these different stories that you tell you, you know, yourself. Yeah. And, you know, I, and, and that is harder because that can be associated with sometimes maybe traumas that could be associated with, you know, um, discovering that, you know, it wasn't yours to begin with, you know, came right. from maybe like a dark place or a place that you didn't want to explore. And that process, you know, I'm sure that when you go through with your uh, clients, you know, is harder. But I feel like, you know, having, you know, for me, you know, uh, you know, having my own self-learning beliefs and rectifying that and discovering that they weren't true, even though it was challenging to go, to go through it, once you discover the roots, then it's it's almost like a whole light bulb. It's almost like right. you took the the tarp and and uncovered it and then the light comes in and then you just realize that, wow, you know, how I've been living or how I've been thinking or, you know, going about my life has been totally, totally unnecessary, so to speak. And then you yeah. just realize like, man, I just lost so much life you know, experience, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you know, because I've been living, I've been thinking about it in a certain way. And now I have this whole new world that has opened and now I can discover new things about myself and yeah. the people that I love and my experience. You know what, Colin, what I love about what you just said, it's like, you're using sort of a metaphor and analogy and, you know, having a tarp over it. So I quickly imagined like, you know, us as a seed and we've been planted here on planet earth. Right. And then all of a sudden, if this tarp is laying over us, no sunshine can get in, no rain is getting in, you know, mm -hmm. we're just kind of shriveling up. Right. And as soon as you, you take that tarp off, then all the sunshine can get in. It feels like so amazing. And, and you just start to thrive and this plant grows and you grow and you grow and you, you know, you start to produce fruit and you're, you know, productive in society. And so that's such a cool metaphor. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Hey guys, we're going to be taking a short break, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Thrive Bites. Let's get back to the interview. So another question that I have is, um, you know, and we probably touched this uh, uh, now as well, but you know, beyond, beyond, you know, your clients and from your personal, um, you know, experience so far, you know, where do you feel most, what most people are missing from their lives right now? You know, what, what is shrouding, um, in a way like, um, you know, kind of like their lens from being able to live like a full and deep life right now. Mm -hmm. I think really what's missing is that awareness that, we have the ability and the power and the gift to be able to give meaning to anything. If I can put it that way, it's slightly different mm -hmm. than what we've already talked about, mm -hmm. but we have the ability to give meaning to anything. And too frequently we're taking the meaning from something outside of us. So, you know, we watch the news and we take all that in and it's like, you know, what are you thinking? It's, you know, we watch TV shows, we watch movies, whatever. It's like, well, it's called programming for a reason because it, it's programming our unconscious mind. You mm. know, we have to really stop and think about, and I'm so happy to see so much neuroscience now is becoming more and more prevalent in the world and people are really starting to dig in and, 
and understand, you know, how we wire ourselves, because that's all it is. It's neurology, it's wiring of, you know, our own thinking and our own thinking is where our actions come from. And it all just flows, right? And so not owning that we get to give the meaning. So you know what, you can, you can call me a banana if you want. But I know inside I'm not a banana, you know, I'm like, no, I'm a human, I'm a person. That's easy for me to go, well, I'm not a banana. Well, sometimes people calling us something else, you know, um, whatever, whatever title or judgment, somebody, Mm -hmm. we think somebody might be putting on us, which more often than not, that's also in our own minds, not theirs. Mm -hmm. You know, um, why accept that? Why take that? Because it's not true. If you know, you're not a banana, then you're not a banana, right? If you Mm -hmm. know, you're not, you know, a mean person, or you're not selfish, or you're not whatever labels something somebody might want you to take on, you don't need to take it on, you get to give the meaning. So just take it, put it through your your reality filter, your truth filter, and say, is that true? No. Okay, Mm -hmm. then what am I? What am I? I am. I am amazing. I'm confident. I'm awesome. I'm beautiful. Whatever it is, say it and own it and just be it because that's Mm -hmm. what you're here for. And when we can do that, like imagine if we all were doing that, like how different would the world be if that was the only thing we Mm -hmm. did was we all Mm -hmm. accepted what was really great about us and stopped worrying about what everybody else thought. And stop judging each other because all of it's great, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, your gifts are great. My gifts are great. So if mm-hmm. we just sit in those and own those, <laughs> then, and we don't judge each other for, we, you know, you have different gifts than I do. You're a doctor. I'm not, you know. So yeah. what? I'm glad you're a doctor. I'm glad you're a chef. I'm glad that you built this um, platform so that people can talk and and think about things different, Right. Mm-hmm. Those are I, I honor you. And those are all amazing things about you. And can I just sit with that and you sit with the same for me? And, you know, that would just stop so much of what's going on in the world today. Yeah, we could just all sit with that. Yeah, I, um, I couldn't agree anymore. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's crazy how, how the world, how the world revolves and and what makes up the world is, you know, the people that live in it, the species that live in it. And, you know, I think, I think what makes us different from our, you know, um, uh, I guess animal counterpart is, you know, we have the ability to make choices, make decisions and stuff. And, um, you know, going, commenting on the point you were saying before about, you know, these stories and these belief patterns that we have, we can choose to, have a meaning behind it, right? I yeah. think that's, that's the biggest, biggest, biggest um, point to make is the choice. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of people don't know this, but before my book became, you know, I, I titled it, um, you know, Thrive Medicine. Mm-hmm. I actually, ti- before that, I was, my first working title was The Choice to Thrive. Mm-hmm. And so the reason why I chose that, um, uh, uh, that title was, it is a choice, you know, right. to either thrive or to suffer, Right. Yep. It, you know, every decision that we have is either a choice out of love or it's a choice out of fear. Right. Yep. So and there's no right or wrong to it. It's just there's there's um, there's uh, implications afterwards. There's consequences after a choice and yes. um, or a certain decision. And it's really up to you on how how you're going to go about that. Right. Um, and, uh, it's basically every single day is a choice. And I love the fact that, you know, that is 
you know, pretty much the gift and power that we give to ourselves, you know? Right, so right. so I love, I love those points that you made. And that's, you know, what you're saying is exactly it, because I think that's the missing piece really is we forget we have the choice. We get to make the choice. We choose what it means. We choose what to focus on. We choose where to spend our time, who to spend our time with. You know, we choose all of it. And I think so often we forget that we have mm-hmm. the choice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we always need uh, these reminders. And sometimes these reminders come in the form, you know, from a mentor or a friend or a coach or, you know, maybe your local physician. So it's mm-hmm. uh, the most important thing is always, always reach out, you know, always, you yeah. know, find support, you know, because you're not alone. You're not the same you're not one person that has these only thoughts. There's millions and millions of people that have very similar thought patterns. And even though no one is in your shoes, you know, we can um, rely on each other to be able to share and, and talk about and express very similar life experiences and realize that we're actually a lot more similar than different, you know? Right. So, so I love this. Uh, so coming to a close, uh, knowing Knowing, you know, with your experience of, you know, your, your style of coaching and how powerful you are, I would love to uh, love for you to be able to offer three tips um, for our audience members. Um, you know, just three tips from your experience, you know, mm-hmm. how, how can we better our lives right now? Yeah, I, I love it, Colin. It's like you're three to thrive, right? Fits right in. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so um, number one by far is always gratitude, always gratitude. Um, gratitude is like the antidote to just about any negative feeling we have. If we just stop and think of what are we grateful for? What have we been blessed with? It works so well. So I say, um, you know, create a practice for yourself, whether that I like to do it, you know, as soon as I wake up in the morning, like still laying in bed, like, you know, just grateful sometimes for the fuzzy blanket or the soft pillow or, you know, the sun in the window, whatever it is. Um, but think about it and feel it. And also, so you could do it in the morning, you could do it in the evening, but do it sometime during the day. Take time. I like to write them. I think it's more powerful mm-hmm. when we write it out. And mm-hmm. it's also more powerful because then sometimes when we have, you know, a tough, a tough challenge or something, you can go back and read some of that. It just brings back that feeling very, very quickly for us. So gratitude is absolutely number one. Number two, I would say, um, is really about what we already talked about. It's about really owning the power that's already within you. It's not outside of you. It's in you. So, you know, own it, take time to consciously and intentionally make choices for you. What's best for you? Because nobody else can know what's best for you like you can. And, um, you know, like you just said, talk it out with somebody if you need, you know, a sounding board or somebody to listen and just bounce ideas off of even, but talk it out and get there. And then, you know, as you get there, so this is kind of part two of number two, (laughs) celebrate those successes as you're on your journey, celebrate all the magic moments and the micro, you know, actions that you're taking, because that goes back to the thing we just talked about with neurology. It's like, reinforcing inside of you, this is good. I like this. Give me more, give me more, right? I'm on the right path. So keep reinforcing it. And then the third one I would say is just, you know, get outside of ourselves. (laughs) And by that, what I mean is, you know, sometimes when we're in our suffering, it's because we're so focused on ourselves and, 
usually that focus tends to be on what's not going the way we think it should go, right? Mm -hmm. So just really help others. Start to notice, how can I help somebody else? That's like the best way to start to feel better. And, And really also, it helps us start to focus on all the good things in our lives too, because it, it traditionally, when we get in, you know, suffering, it's because we're focused on how things aren't the way we thought they should be, or all the not so good things in our lives. And the truth is, you know, whatever is not good in our lives, there's equally available to us what is good in our lives. And we just need to shift that focus over and bring ourselves back to that. So that would be my three, my three Mm. to thrive. (laughs) I know. I love it. Uh, Those are, you know, very, very powerful tools. And, you know, like anything, you know, the more practice, the more reinforcement, you know, the better, the the more solid your foundation. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you, you probably would agree. It's like, you know, we don't have it perfect. You know, we constantly, we constantly continue to check ourselves, remind ourselves, you know, reach out, you know, being in the roles that we are. Um, and helping others, you know, we still are humans and we still are people as well. And um, I love the fact that, you know, you were able to share that. Um, Kathy, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. I can't wait, um, you know, to to be able to, you know, share it. And um, what's the best way for people to reach out to you, contact you, look mm-hmm. up your services um, uh, for 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 you? Well, first, thank you for having me on the show. I have a lot of fun with it. And um, <laughs> the best way is going to be, um, you could either look Facebook or Instagram. You can just look at, it's literally at Just Own You, like all one word. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can look at our website, www.mindsempowered.com. So M-I-N-D-S-E-M-P-O-W-E-R-E-D.com, Minds Empowered. And, um, you know, they can contact us there and we'll be in touch very, very quickly. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Well, again, thank you. Um, I love it. And uh, you are a special, special and beautiful soul. And thank you so much for coming on. Um, And uh, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say right back at you, Colin. You're amazing. (laughs) Amazing. And you have so many gifts that you're sharing with the world. And I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you very much. Um, Okay, guys. Well, thank you so much. Um, If you guys like this episode, um, please check back on Wednesdays when we release a new episode. Um, And uh, thank you for listening in. Um, This has been another episode of Thrive Bites, and we'll catch you on the next one. Hey, guys, that was another episode of Thrive Bites. If you like that episode, please subscribe and follow weekly for new episodes. And don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts.